presented by Altria. Hey, good morning, playbookers. I'm Rogu Manavalin. It's Wednesday. Today's show, a reminder that this is not normal. This is your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. We spend a lot of time in the weeds of congressional negotiations that's slowly moving through the system. It's all seemed pretty standard, 69 votes for an infrastructure package in the Senate that was hailed by Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, a less tidy but still typical process of wrangling Democrats together for a much more partisan climate and social reconciliation bill. But there were two stories yesterday that reminded us how, outside of the relatively routine sausage making on Capitol Hill, some enormously worrisome currents remain in American politics. Number one, Representative Liz Cheney speaking in New Hampshire issued this warning about former President Donald Trump. And at this moment, when it matters most, we are also confronting a domestic threat that we've never faced before. A former president who's attempting to unravel the foundations of our constitutional republic, aided by political leaders who have made themselves willing hostages to this dangerous and irrational man. Just last night, former President Trump was invited by House Republican leaders to be the keynote speaker at our annual large fundraising dinner. At the dinner, he reportedly said once again that the insurrection was on November 3rd and that the events of January 6th, when a violent mob invaded the Capitol in an effort to overturn the will of the American people and stop the constitutional process of the counting of electoral votes, that those events were a protest, that they were justified. Political leaders who sit silent in the face of these false and dangerous claims are aiding a former president who is at war with the rule of law and the Constitution. And two, Speaker Nancy Pelosi took to Twitter to ask House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy to join her in condemning a horrific video circulated by Representative Paul Gosar that shows him killing Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. The Speaker called on the Ethics Committee and Law Enforcement to investigate. We reached out to McCarthy's office for comment about this, but did not hear back. Our latest political morning consult poll out this morning finds that voter sentiment for Biden's vaccine mandates has dropped a bit, but still has majority backing. 55% support requiring all employers with 100 or more employees to mandate COVID-19 vaccinations or weekly testing. That's down three percentage points since September. 54% support requiring most U.S. healthcare workers to get vaccinated without an option to opt out through regular testing. That's down six points since September. 51% support requiring federal workers and contractors to get vaccinated without an option to opt out through regular testing, also down six points since September. Independents are becoming more libertarian when asked if government mandates to receive a COVID-19 vaccine violate or protect the rights of Americans. 44% thought they violate rights, while 45% thought they protect the rights of Americans. These views held relatively steady for Democrats and Republicans, but there was a 10-point jump since September in independent voters feeling these mandates violated rights. Biden's vaccine mandate for large companies was blocked by a federal appeals court in Louisiana on Saturday, and the issue may end up at the Supreme Court before it's scheduled to kick in on January 4th. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 9 a.m. Eastern, President Joe Biden will receive the president's daily brief. At 10 a.m., Biden will meet with European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen in the Oval Office. At 11.40, Biden will leave for Delaware to attend the funeral of former Delaware Governor Ruth Ann Minner at 1 p.m. 
After that, he heads to the port of Baltimore to tout the bipartisan infrastructure deal and arrives back at the White House at 6 p.m. The White House COVID-19 response team and public health officials will brief at 11 a.m. The Senate and the House are out today. One last thing before we get out of here. If you're wondering what's up with the Build Back Better infrastructure bill, the CBO released a statement yesterday saying that some cost estimates for the legislation, quote, will be released this week. Other estimates will take longer, particularly for provisions in some titles that interact with those in other titles. When we determine a release date for the cost estimate for the entire bill, we will provide advance notice. For more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Rogu Munaval and have a great Wednesday. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. We're moving in a new direction, moving forward and moving beyond smoking. We are Altria and our companies are leading the way in moving adult smokers away from cigarettes by taking action to transition millions toward potentially less harmful choices. As we move from being known as a tobacco company to being recognized as a tobacco harm reduction company. Altria is moving beyond smoking. Find out how at Altria.com.